2: Adidas.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio
3: six thirty. Chad, I can take him to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game, a big expectations. Oh We've got to buy into that and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well and makes the people in the city
1: excited and happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This game is over! This is Reinies and Hopkins. This is Arthur Platt. This is Milan Lucci This is Carmen David from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down?
3: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: The G-I-T-E-X Now, boss Stopper On the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers 630 Chad A Monday warrior Mean, right stride Today's Tom Sawyer
2: Mean
0: It's taking you down a trip down memory lane, isn't it? Indeed. Welcome, everybody. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. On the show today, uh, we will uh, obviously recap what was a disappointing Night on what has become an increasingly disappointing season and one that should provide total clarity and perhaps most importantly, humility uh, for an organization moving forward. All that in the first half hour of the show. We'll go into our direct workwear audio vault. Here's some comments from Ken Hitchcock. Interesting comment from Darnell Nurse as well. Uh, We got a pair of former Oilers on the show. Uh, One who we have every week on the show now, he's requested to move to 135 today. So from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Craig Simpson. And a guy who's uh, spent a lot of time in Edmonton over the course of this past calendar year uh, with alumni events and that sort of thing, uh, Hall of Famer Glenn Anderson will join us at 1235 today. and He has a a pretty interesting perspective, I think, on some things and appreciation for some of the challenges for some of the Oilers' top guys. Oh, yeah, we're going to do uh, calls and texts today, too. Our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. It's brought to you again by the River Cree Resort and Casino. Comedian Don Burnstick takes the stage. That'll go April 6th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. Heartland Ford text line at 630 630 Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We are on Twitter, at now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, Brendan Escott as well, at Brendan Escott. Speaking of Brendan, how are you, Brendan? I'm doing well today, Bob. Rolled in at about uh, 2.45 last night. So, looking forward to it, man. Should be a fun show. Did you get your energy drinks in? I've uh, I'm on my second You're one. Working to, on one. Uh, yeah, I'm at like one and a, one and a quarter today. So, uh, where do we start after uh, last night? It's funny. I had a couple uh, NHL executives with other organizations say, you know, at this stage of the game, you just you want the season to be over, and um, you know, it's all about perspective. I mean, I I worked with a guy for about five years, and he has not been able to do his job for the last year, and he loves doing it, and he's in sports, and uh, and right now he can't even walk. So it really is all about perspective. You know, you sit here and you're like, I know what's coming. You know, we're going to get kicked in the teeth in the air? Well, it's all about perspective. So, anyhow, you know, well, the there's, uh, there's stuff going on. It's pretty clear and evident right now, and perhaps stuff not going on with a hockey team. Let's get to our Direct Workwear, uh, Direct Workwear, Audio Vault for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation. Direct At an Edmonton-based company. Here's Jack with the call.
1: We are live for the Oilers 34, 36 and 9, and the Avalanche 36, 29, and 14. Rolls off a check from Gerard, looks for a teammate. It's a one-timer Benning deflected home. A tip by Milan Lucic, who has broken that 29-game drought.
0: And we've talked about this over and over again with Matthew Benning. He gets pucks away quickly, Lucic with a nice high deflection. High slot,
1: Barry, little spin move, takes it to the net, backhander, kick, save, made by Miko Koskinen. Darnell Nurse, thought about a wrist shot, dances to the middle of the ice, on his backhand, still waiting, still dangling, sharp angle shot and he scores! Darnell Nurse, a brilliant individual effort, has just made it 2-0! And that
0: is the first 40-point score the Edmonton Oilers have had on defense. ...since 2008-2009. Landis Scott the captain, McKinnon beats two men, Rich shot, score, top right corner, and
1: Colorado's right back in the game. To Tyson Berry, he'll flash his way into the zone, Rich shot, score, blocker aside, and just like that, the game is tied. Eric Johnson, top of the right circle, Rich shot, tip, wrist shot, score, on the rebound, Alexander Kerfoot, and it's 3-2 Colorado. Spin move on McDavid, back hitter, score, Thought he had his second of the night. Let's go down to Dan O'Rourke. On review of the play, the original shot was not across the goal line. Then the goaltender was pushed in. We have goaltender interference on the play. No goal. That's right. On video review, the call is reversed. We have a good goal on you.
0: Well, at least you made the goal calls tight for Colorado. I appreciate that for yeah. you. Are you. sick of that horn yet? I know I am. 2-1 uh, uh, game. Ta- just take a look at the sequence that occurred when it was 2-0 in the hockey game. Oilers get back-to-back penalties. Brad Malone, who has now played 15 games this season for the Oilers, um, gets caught. Killing a penalty, kind of a, and it was a ticky-tack slash, all right. But you know what? Brad Malone's had that call go against him, and there's a reason why. And, uh, and then he, the order successfully kill it off. They actually have a chance on the, it was on the second power play for Colorado. Dry settle and McDavid on a two-on-one, and Leon went to shoot the puck, and the puck hopped on him, got nothing on the shot. And then the penalty's over. And Malone steps, goes to step on the ice but plays the puck that comes up, and and that's, of course, an illegal substitution call. And uh, back in there, and then McKinnon scores a great goal. But the 2-2 goal given up by Koskinen is just, I mean, that's the sort of goal that leaves. If you're on the bench and you get that goal given up at this stage, when you've seen some of those goals go in seemingly on a nightly basis, as a player, you have to think guys are sitting there going, what was that? Because I know the fans are, and I know the scouts are. And um, he's got to, you know, now he's started, what, 24 of his last 25 games. I know Speck reported last night via Twitter that uh, it's a possibility that Anthony Stoller is dealing with a little bit of a tweak. Um, I think Koskinen's exhausted. I think that uh, the team has basically nothing to play for but pride at this stage of the game. And the finality of that situation occurred on the road trip. It's not an excuse. It's factors. The composition of the team is not built, built well enough. We all know that. Um, so bottom line here is the Oilers had no chin in that game, and the ABS are a playoff-bound team. Looks like they're going to be in pretty good shape to do it. Ken Hitchcock, after the game, says uh, that the Oilers couldn't handle it. the Avs pushback.
3: Uh, we played a great first period, and... Uh... We got away with the first penalty. They missed two empty nets. And uh, we got away with that and, and did a great job in the second one. And then you can't kill three penalties in a row like that. And we paid for it. And uh, we're looking at 2 nothing and 2-1, on one, two best players on the team. And next thing you know, it's 3-2 for them. And they got all the momentum going. And we didn't handle the... Uh, We didn't handle their pushback in the second period. Once they got their their second goal, we didn't handle it very well, though.
0: Chris, uh, let's before we get to Chris Russell, uh, Ken Hitchcock had these thoughts on whether or not the team is burned out.
3: I think, quite frankly, there's a lot of people burn out from chasing, and you know we're trying to nurture it along. We're trying to nurture. Like we're going to have to play Stoles now uh, because you know he's he's just going to. We're going to see if he can last the game and. Uh, you know, I think Miko looks like the rest of our team. We just look burnt out from chasing it, and uh, so every mistake is magnified, and it just seems like when you keep trying to climb, 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 it looks like we're tired of the doing the climb. So we need to take a break. We've got two games left. we got to play as well as we can at home, and then go to Calgary and play as well as we can there, but we, we look like a completely burnt team from trying to chase it, and and I look at other teams that are in the same boat and the same thing's happening to them. It's just, it's not the loss. It's, it's the chase that wears you down, and that's what's happened. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully Stolles is okay to play, and we'll go from there. There
0: you go. Well, you pretty much uh, fully open up the Pandora's box there on Anthony uh, Stoller's. Philadelphia would be another team that was out of it that was chasing that have limped home down the stretch here. Uh, for Chris Russell, uh, who is a hard-nosed player from Caroline, Alberta, he says the effort was unacceptable. We're
3: professional occupers, so we got to go out and we got to put a lot better effort out than that, especially in the last 40. I mean, it's not, it's not ex- acceptable, so um, we got a big one at home still here left, and then one in Calgary, so we got to make sure we show up then.
0: Darnell Nurse says it's on the players to perform. That that just uh, comes down to us in the room, doesn't? Uh, no one, no one outside. Uh, there's been different people. I've been part, part of this organization for the last two years. Um, but it comes down to us in the room and um, performing on the ice. That's what's going to get us to uh, to a level that we were at two years ago. Yeah, I I respect what Darnell said, uh, making the the players accountable uh, for things. But it's not just on Darnell Nurse, and we all know that. Uh, the Oilers downgraded skill level during the course of the season up front Uh, then they had some injuries you know you take a look they haven't had Paul I know he's not everybody's cup of tea I'm not even sure he's a legitimate top six forward right now I don't think you could say that but he'd be an option Um, Strom Cajula would be top nine options for the team if they weren't moved I think in fairness Gagne's come in Kiekaretsky's kind of salvaged the the spooner end of things uh, because Gagne has been a decent player since coming here. Whole organization has to be better. Everybody in every role. Now there are only certain people that get to impact the decisions that are made, and that's an important qualification that needs to be stated. And so we are where we are, which in the vernacular of sports jargon. Is in the crap and the whole organization has to dig itself out. It's that simple. Um, how you get there, I'm going to be very intrigued to see what occurs. I will say this uh, Bakersfield Condors are playing in Winnipeg, Manitoba tonight. It is their uh, second of back to back. They lost for the first time two games in a row in like, what, four months? Last night, they outshot Manitoba Moose, 41-21, lost. Uh, it was a 2-1 game, gave up an empty netter. Have no false illusions as to what's down there right now. The Oilers, at this stage, from an organizational depth perspective in Bakersfield, are about a 6. Now, when they get Ryan McLeod, Evan Bouchard, and Dmitry Samarukov there next year with some prospects, then you're talking about a 7. But I you know, I look at that team, and I think Caleb Jones has got a real good chance to be in the mix next year here in Edmonton. There's some people in the Oilers organization that really like Laguson. I guess I'll defer to them on that, but I, I'd still think we're talking a third-pairing guy. Uh, Bear has a chance, I guess. Has a right shot D. So there's three defensemen, and then amongst the forwards, the best of the forward prospects are Tyler Benson and uh, Cooper Marodi. I think Tyler Benson's going to play for sure. I'm not sure when he's going to be able to make the jump. For Cooper Marody, some things have to change in his game to get to the next level. The guys that are up here right now are 16, 17, 18, 19 uh, forwards in an organization. They're, they're, you can't sit there and hope and wish that they can step in and be a fourth-line left wing next year. Edmonton's going to have to go out and procure those players elsewhere. And... You can't be done on July 2nd or July 3rd. This is going to have to be an all-inclusive summer for everybody in hockey ops. It's a privilege for those guys to have those jobs. Some people would love that opportunity. So be really intrigued to see what changes get made here. But, uh, you know, for the players, for Darnell to say it's on the players to perform, that's great. But in fairness to the players... Sometimes uh, you're dealing with, uh, uh, you know, against the good teams, they've been exposed. The Oilers have now not beaten, how about this stat, Brendan? Edmonton has now not beaten a playoff-bound Western Conference team since December when they beat Colorado 6-4. And when they won that game in Colorado, they were like 17-12-2. That was part of a 9-2-2 start for Ken Hitchcock. And it was in that game against Colorado that they lost the two defensemen. Um, But every team in the league has injuries. And uh, like I said, I think that the one thing we have is clarity in terms of there needs to be a lot of work done here and no more guessing because there was guessing at the start of the year with Yamamoto and Paul Yarvey and Ratty on the right side. Those were taking bets. And don't get deceived by pre-seasons. Those guys combined for 15 goals in the preseason. So it's a reality check for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Again, we'll open up the phone lines at 105. You can text us.
3: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
0: Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's at 6.30, 6.30. Tweet us at Oilers now. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. This is Oscar
2: Plefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 6.30 Shed.
0: At the end of the day, as tough as it's been for the Oilers this season, for as frustrated as you are as fans of the team, still have a starting point, and I was reminded this again by a, a guy whose team is going to the playoffs. Still have a starting point with Conor McDavid, Leon settle Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, Oscar Clefbaum, and Darnell Nurse. It's a good place to start. All right, let's get to, uh, by the way, Pat Verbeek was at last night's game. For those of you wondering at home, the Tampa Bay
2: Lightning to NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing more than just sportswear. Thanks, Bob. Three games in the NHL tonight. Ottawa playing the Rangers over at Madison Square Garden. Chicago entertains St. Louis and Calgary is out in Anaheim. The New Jersey Devils hired Tyler Dello as the vice president of analytics. He was an analytics consultant for the Oilers from 2014 to 2016, most recently a staff writer for the Athletic. Sharks d man Eric Carlson insists he will be ready for the playoffs despite the fact he's missed 26 of their last 32 games with a groin injury. And speaking of the playoffs, the league and the Players Association have locked in the current playoff format through next season. They will continue discussing it, but changes will not come before the 2021 playoffs now. Bakersfield Condors did drop the first of back-to-back games against the Manitoba Moose, 3-1 in Winnipeg last night. The Sherwood Park's Brayden Christopher picked up the lone goal. They are back at it tonight at 6 o'clock Ched time. It is the Battle of Alberta in the WHL playoffs now. The Calgary Hitmen moving past Lethbridge 4-2 last night in Game 7, and that sets up the second-round series with the Oil Kings. Game 1 and 2 go Saturday and Sunday at Rogers Place. And in the AJ, the Spruce Grove Saints tied up the North Division final two games apiece, beating Sherwood Park 4-1 last night. Down south, the Brooks Bandits needed OT, but they got past Okotok 6-5 to take a 3-1 series lead. Game 5 in both of those series goes Friday at 7, Bob.
0: Alright, uh, two points to hit on. First of all, congratulations to former Edmonton Oil Kings head coach Steve Hamilton for guiding uh, Calgary to an upset victory over Lethbridge. Lethbridge had 570-plus point scores. Dylan Cousins will now represent Canada at the uh, U18 uh, spring event. Uh, he was here last year for the Holinka Gretzky. Dylan Cousins will go in the top six of the NHL draft. He's a six-foot-three right shot center. Think Jeff Carter. That's a comparable for you. Lethbridge had to play the game at Nicholas Sharon Arena because what currently, there's some currently, is it, is it the World Championship? Something's going on in their arena. If I'm Peter Anhold, I'm trying to figure out what the heck happened here because that should not have been a close series. Uh, I know uh, one family that's very happy, and I'm not sure he's listening to the show right now, but uh, there's two Pro Cop boys playing for the Calgary Hitmen right now, so Al, you're smiling, and uh, the Bailey's on you out of Blackhawk in the fall, or in the uh, spring here. And Tyler Dello. Tyler, congratulations. Uh, this guy, in terms of the stuff that was published, the stuff that was published from an analytics perspective, top five in the business, no question, in my opinion. So uh, Tyler wasn't everyone's cup of tea. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. And sometimes the people that uh, whined and complained about him the most... Maybe they need to look in the mirror, too. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Cr- uh, Glenn Anderson. Glenn Anderson coming up when we return on Oilers Now.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.